Hey folks, Chris McLean back with another episode and in the studio today I've got Lee from Margin, a lead gen uh, agency soon be Instagram and also from Merakai, a full service agency. So Lee's got a couple things going on and he also, just to you know, get some more stuff done, he also works with some clients on growth and strategy planning. Lee sounds very, very busy but uh very very productive <laughs> how's everything going thanks for dropping by the show uh, thanks for having me on as, as we were saying just before we started recording you know it's early in the morning there um i'm based over in the uk in sheffield and it's uh, 11 o'clock at night or just going past 11 o'clock at night so yeah. if i'm a little bit groggy or come across <laughs> a little bit tired then that's why but i'll keep it i'll keep up the energy hopefully yeah no i appreciate i appreciate your staying up to uh, come join us here so take us through uh kind of your journey to now having two agencies um a lot mm. of people uh have their hands full just running one agency um but you've managed to sort of split off and and create and, and run and manage <laughs> two two sort of distinct agencies i assume they're distinct maybe they're they're not but um take us through kind of your journey to margin and and meraki and how all of this came about for you yeah sure i mean but going going kind of back a little bit before I even went down the agency route, um, I used to work for F1 or a company that you, we used to do uh, contracts mm-hmm. for F1. So you used to go all over the world and kind of do that. Yeah. Um, but then obviously having kids and whatnot, it's you have to be a little bit closer to home. Mm. Yeah. So then I, you know, I ventured kind of ventured down a couple of avenues. You know what it's like when you think, oh, what shall I do next? And then you kind of go all down all these different avenues and obviously COVID came across. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I started looking at, I've worked in business for many different aspects throughout the years from, you know, business, develop, business development and various other bits. And I kept going to the same thing, you know, in order to, the one thing you need to get a business to grow or survive really is to get more business in. So you know, after a couple of months of kind of delving in a little bit more and a little bit more, I kind of understood that that's, that's the sort of area I need to kind of study hard and, you know, get that area perfect because, you know, every every business needs that to survive. So, and then before, before you know, before I even knew it, that's kind of what I was doing. I kind of stumbled into it, not by accident, but just kind of delving through various different thought patterns and it kept coming to, you know, that's where business needs, leads business needs to generate more income by bringing in new business in order to survive. So I thought, you know, if I get that right, I can kind of set up any other business from that. And that's where margin came about. And then, you know, got one client and another and then another and just kind of escalate from there, really. Yeah, nice. And then you decided to set up a whole another agency. So do the do the two agencies yeah. kind of work sort of hand in hand? Are you passing business between them, or are they kind of distinct yeah. entities where you sort of got uh, lead on one end, kind of full service delivery on the other? Uh, yeah, I mean, for the bulk of it, you know, the, the two separate things. I mean, Marika, it's a new, it's a new one that's kind of in the still in the getting the process of everything correct and stuff like that. I mean margin mm. I started what was it February I think this year. Um okay. so that's been that's been like the bread and butter and what's what's kind of escalated everything else from mm-hmm. there. You know and I kind of I kept getting business for uh, a couple of agencies 
um, because the, you know the although although it's lead generation, I started off working with agencies, and yeah. then okay. rather yeah. rather niching down, I kept working with you know PR companies. Um, I worked with broad access companies, um, digital agencies who we not only do work for, but we also end up white labeling for quite a few as well. Right. So it's, you know, and that's, that became, you know, I thought, right, you know, I'm bringing in a lot of business for them. And I know social media and various other bits and SEO, and I know a lot of people that do that work. So, you know, why not set up something like that as well? I know generating those leads for yourself as well as uh yeah 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 okay. yeah, yeah i mean you know the key the, the, the kind of key thing from the other side is it's not just about setting something up that just for the sake of it you know i know mm. a lot of people within the industry that know what they're doing and kind of have a lot of skills but don't really uh, are really good at getting business in for themselves so it's all mm. about just utilizing those people and kind of partnering up and getting them work and growing my business as well at the same time mm. yeah it's definitely a, a fair, can be a pretty distinct kind of skill set like sales mm. versus marketing right? sales and marketing so look at sales and selling and that kind of closing aspect versus marketing i guess is your more brand and your positioning and um maybe social media content side of things that can yeah. be sort of quite a distinct um sort of skill set um so yeah, lead gen sales yeah. versus marketing there so, um, you know, if, if you know, if with, with any sort of business, you need to understand sales and marketing in there, and it's it's one of the key skill sets for any type of business. But uh, um, you know, you can you can be a great programmer, you can be a great, you know, whatever you're doing, SEO or whatever. You know, if you if you're unable to kind of develop those skills, then your business is, not, is going to struggle because you go, you're going to speak to clients on the phone, and then you're going to mm-hmm. try and convert them, and you won't have any idea of converting them over and working with them really so mm. it's, I, you know a lot a lot of, a lot of talent kind of falls short sometimes because of that mm. Mm. yeah i think that's the, the the interesting point that you're making is that it's important to to have that self-awareness right and understand where your strengths are where your weaknesses are and kind of patch those weaknesses with maybe mm. it's bringing somebody like yourself in say like you're a specialist in lead gen and sales and that's where I'm a bit weak. So let's bring somebody in to generate that business for us. And then we can kind of, maybe we can close it once it's warm, right? If we get those warm leads in, we can close. We could, or we're just really great at fulfillment. So we want that entire kind of front end sales piece handled. But I mean, essentially it comes back to self-awareness and what am I great at? Great. Yeah. So as you're saying, if you're going into, sales calls and that sales process and that's kind of not where you not what you're great at and you feel like you're not great at it that energy comes across right and you can yeah be doing more detriment to yourself than you know paying somebody to do that work for you and actually get more business so yeah it can be an interesting palming that palming that bit of work off because it's a it's it's important really important to have sales obviously that's what yeah yeah but it's funny, like, you, you know, you'll, you'll speak to some, like, you know, designers or anything like that, and you're speaking to them on a one-to-one, and they're open, mm. they're energetic, they're excited, and then it seems that, that as soon as they know it's a, it's a sales process of talking to a potential client, they freeze up, and that's, yeah, right. you know, and it's, they, they look at it as though it's a completely different, you know, although it is you are trying to sell exactly what you're doing, but mm. you're still talking to another person there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's still, 
but sometimes a lot of people get it into their head that oh no it is a sales process and you kind of just freeze up and panic mm, yeah you know, yeah it's an those, interesting psychology those, <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah I, you know i think there is a lot of negative connotations sometimes with people trying to sell mm. themselves and you know they either sell, sell themselves too short or get a, way too overwhelmed by the whole process and don't end up selling mm. any of the services that they create at really yeah yeah it's a really funny thing i find sales is kind of an interesting beast to say it is you're literally just having a conversation with another human yeah. being but you add that you know, there can be desperation there can be all of this stuff that comes up around <laughs> all this stuff can come up in that in that interaction once you bring that sales component in so it becomes quite an interesting space and people that are that are able to sell really well they're just amazing at that is it's definitely a a, a skill set to develop so and how, how do you think was it just kind of natural for you or are you just that a natural kind of people person um why, why um, do you think you're so so good in that lead gen sort of sales space uh, well, the, the lead gen and the sales side are, in essence, two different things. I, I did sales for quite a few years, selling like IT to banks and stuff like that. But I've always okay. been a quite a shy and quiet person, I reckon. Mm. Um, so, although I did fairly all right in that sense, there was a big gap of doing that role, kind mm. of going to the F one side and doing other various other bits. Yeah. And then coming into this, so it's, you know, you start studying a little bit more, and it's you know, it's not about trying to sell something. It's just about seeing what the other problems other companies have and trying to find a solution for it. And once you mm. start going down that route, and plus as well, you know, when you're working with many companies, you you know, you can. It's not it's not about going after. Oh, they've got some money. Let's work with them. You know, you can pick and choose and who you want to work with, and you you end up getting better relationships that way. So you're not going, you're not diving in saying, "Oh, I need the business, I need the business." You're going into looking at what problems they've got and trying to find solutions, and then seeing if you can work with them, you know, on on that level, and try and work, mm. work with them long term, you know. So you you end up being like an extra arm of their business. Yeah. You know? But in terms of in terms of like the sales side of yes, yes and no. Sometimes in some ways I have, in other ways it's you know, it's 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 a learning process as constantly. And same with mm. anything that you do, you just keep yeah. trying to get better at it. And it's, it's it's not about selling something for the sake of it. It's having something that you believe in, and then talking to clients that you, you know, find, that you you enjoy you and you get a, you get a bit of a buzz from and you. You know, mm. you can build a kind of relationship from there, and then you look at the problems that they've got, and then you say, well, can we can we help? And if we're not, can't we can't? If we can, great. Let's look at some solutions for that. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's bang on. You want to come from that. When you come from that place of genuine care and service, and can I help you? Yes, no. Rather than, as you say, like I need to chase the money. I, I need to. I need some money in the bank this week, so I've got to close yeah. this deal. It's a, a very different sort of mentality to come from. When you're coming from genuine service and just, I guess that we kind of talk about this. So the diagnostic kind of doctor actually going on with you, and can I? What can what I do support that or not? If it can, great. Here's what I do and how I do it, um, and if not, maybe I can pass you on to someone in my network or um, just mm. be upfront. Say, look, I, I I can't help you. Rather than trying to just bring that business in anyway and figure it out and kind of change your processes just to get that business in. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, there's, been a, there's, there's been a couple of times as well when, I, you know, I've, I've said, look, it's not, there's no real opportunity there or we can't do anything or mm. for whatever reason it's not transpired. And then a couple of months down the line, they kind of get back in touch or, you know, you send them, send them another email or pick up the phone and get, you know, see, see how they are. And you find there's mm. more business that way because, you know, they've appreciated your honesty. And, mm. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a funny thing, isn't it? You genuinely care about people. You build genuine relationships and you sort of build this long-term kind of pipeline of business rather than trying to close people yeah. out on, on every say. You sort of just have a, a natural human um, conversation that say, comes from this place of genuine care and support. And it's a really good way to, to build a business. But it yeah. can be. Be, be, it consistent, can, be yeah. consistent, be genuine. That's mm. the best way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so take us through the in terms of lead gen. You say you sort of generally focus on kind of cold email and sort of LinkedIn, and you're moving into Instagram soon. Is that sort of the, yes. the main three places that you operate? And sort of what yeah, why, why well, is it the, why is it those places? Well, the, the, the personalized cold email, which is super hyper targeted, targeted. It's all B two B really. Mm-hmm. Um, the Instagram side is kind of an experimental thing that I've gone down for just just the learning process to kind of judge, get an idea of how B2C mm. works in comparison to yeah. B2B because, you know, we're great at B2B. But, yeah. you know, kind yeah. of going down the the Instagram side, it's not, it's not something that we sell, but it's something that I'm delving into to kind of okay. just, just out of pure interest, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, with uh, margin itself, it's... Uh, hyper targeted personalized email linkedin um prospecting um copywriting for you know getting the most extrapolate extrapolating the most detail that we can from customers that have uh, their own mailing list for example um and just trying to u- utilize those channels so they get the most out of it rather than just having all that data sat there and not getting not making any use of it you know because yeah. some companies are great at building up a you know, an email list, for example, um, but just don't use it. Yeah, build it up and then never speak to them, never send an email out. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing though. <laughs> there's, a, there's a gold, often a, a gold mine sitting there that, yeah, businesses don't tap into, which, which say, it yeah, seems I crazy. Think... It seems sort of crazy to suggest that people still do that in or don't do that in, in 2021, understanding how rich email lists can be, but yeah, it still happens. Yeah, well, I, th- I think a lot, a lot of the time, you know, I, I've mentioned on it before that there's the consistency behind it, you know. So, mm-hmm. so some companies will have this email list, or they'll try, you know, whatever avenue to try and get business, and they'll just try it briefly and once, and then not, they'll they'll pass that idea on. It's like, oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. So they'll have this email list sat there, and they'll send like one or two emails every six months, and nothing comes of it. And you've, you know, mm. you've got to, a, a, you've got to formulate it in a way that resonates with your audience, but you've also got to be consistent with their outreach and what you do. And if you're not, then, you know, you will just send out the odd email and not get ever get a response from it. Mm. Yeah, so not something, I guess it comes back to how would you interact with friends, right, or a, someone that you just that yeah. you liked or a, how would you build a relationship and we're going to call you every six months and expect you to 
remember me or like me or trust me if I'm, you know, we're having a regular bit of banter and some conversation over time and it's sort of consistent it's the same 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 rules that apply really doesn't it as building yeah, a personal absolutely. relationship is building it through email yeah you know people are people and you got you got to keep those connections flowing if you don't they just mm. kind of fizzle off and die yeah 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 very very true so on the other side of things uh, for service side, how how does how what are you doing over that side of thing? Are you servicing the the same types of clients, and then sort of what um, what are you leading with over there in terms of is it paid ads, um, is it organic? What sort of uh, services are you uh, running over there? That side? With, with with Murakai, we go delving delve into um, paid ads and SEO at the minute. Okay. There's other areas down down the route that we will be doing, but at the minute it's just purely those two. Yeah, yeah, and you you have a team that's supporting you on this. Have you obviously is it is it just yourself? Have you got a remote team? Are you sort of building teams um, in both of those businesses? What's your sort of team setup look like at the moment and sort of going forward? What's the the dream? Um, at the moment, it's just myself, and then obviously I sub out work depending on what work it is. So if it's like first line writers, if it's you know other bits and bobs for SEO, whatever. I sub that out. Um, I do all the mm-hmm. sales and so forth for margin and things like that. Uh, future, once COVID and everything kind of passes over, um, then it'll be building a team up in Sheffield, uh, okay. which is where I live. Yeah. Uh, build it. I'd still use remote workers because you know I've got um, SEO team in Canada. I've got first line writers in Canada. I've got copywriters, Canada and USA, London. Um, kind of all over the board, really. Yeah, right. So you know, it's still be utilizing them, but then also building mm. up a team in my home city as well. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's mm. it's pretty cool that you can work that way these days. And so the yeah. internet gives us that that <laughs> capability that you can literally have team all over the world and get all the stuff done and just sort of manage it yeah. from the central location. It's pretty cool that you can build a business that way these days and and have yeah. basically you pick a pick pick of the bunch of really good talent yeah i mean you know it's, and especially the industry we're in it's not about being in an office nine to five mm. and i don't uh, you know i don't think that model works for a lot of companies but still they utilize mm. it you know the good yeah. thing about um, businesses like agencies although it's you know it's a service based industry agency is just the the name that's kind of taken mm. over for that side really but you know it's, it's just yeah. about picking the cream of the crop really and you can do that wherever the world and you you know you work with them on a project on project basis and yeah. for some, not for not for everyone but for for some people that works 10 times better um some people just like the you know the routine of going into an office and yeah. you know getting paid for by the hour some people like getting paid for the project and kind of working from wherever they want it's it's mm. you know that's but that's the beauty of this. You can do either or. It's it's entirely up to you. You build a business how you want to you want to run it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the the really interesting thing. But obviously, the last eighteen months or so has been very interesting for that space and seeing that kind of distributed, diversified uh, workforce. And <coughs> a lot of people now just don't want to go back to offices because yeah. they, they they feel like they're more productive and effective working from home. They've dropped commutes. They can their meeting times have dropped down because they can just jump jump on quick zooms. Or, yeah, there are a lot of positivities that have come out of that. 
in terms of just yeah, efficiency I, I, and productivity. But I, I was having, I was having a, uh, one of the clients that I do lead generation for. She's a, a business coach, and she helps kind of like CEO level um, within organisations kind of get the best out of their teams within the organisation. And she, you know, she was hitting on some interesting points that that especially with COVID, like, you know, a little bit kind of behind COVID, but it's with COVID and the way it's kind of all happened, it's kind of put employees at the forefront now, but they're, they're dropping out of businesses left, right and centre. Yeah. Simply yeah. because, you know, they're reassessing their life, they're reassessing kind of mm. what's got on, where they are, where they are in life. And, you know, in some, in a, quite a lot of industries, people are leaving by the drones because people are reassessing what they want to do and they, Mm. You know, and the, the the position now is in 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 the employees' hand, and not the employers. And that is, I think, that's amazing because it's uh, you know you get a lot more people doing exactly what they want to do, but you know it mm. kind of mm. flips the industry on its backside really and changes everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah, it's really really interesting perspective that there is uh, there's a much bigger shift to actually. Want- and I think that's probably happened on both sides where people have realised that they're, they're actually much happier working from home and yeah. spending a bit of extra time with the kids or just not having to commute anymore or all yeah. that kind of positive uptick that they've had. Um, and on the business side, companies have realised they don't need a 1,000-person <laughs> office space and all the overheads <laughs> and people, you know, their, their people are just as effective if not more effective and productive working from home because they, they do have that, yeah. whether it's buying back that couple of hours of commute time, um, they just there's less distraction, there's less going on when they're just working from actually the media and effectiveness is sort of um, can definitely be, be an uptick. So it's a very, very interesting time. It sort of forced yeah. people, like you said, to kind of reconsider like how do I want to work and what do I want to do and what industry do I want to work in and very, very interesting times. I mean, we, we, you know, we're talking about off working in the office and kind of remote working and stuff like that. And a lot of people mm. don't really calculate how many <laughs> hours they do for traveling to work every year. You know, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they, they forget that, you know, but if you're doing like three hours, you know, one, two, three hours a day, mm. know, five days a week, that adds up. And that's a lot of time you end up kind yeah. of losing, really. You don't really put that into your salary thought process. Mm. It's crazy. But yeah, you, yeah. It's like change always comes and you know people always go oh it's changing but you know that's that's the beauty of the way the world works things change let me look at the internet for example that, mm. that everyone's like oh it's killed the high street but that that was always going to happen anyway but you know some companies adapted to it and kind of adjusted their model other companies got left yeah. behind and the, the world changes you know you either adapt yeah. and you know and get excited of where it's going to go or you you know you sit there and kind of worry or moan and you get left behind really in a sense and it's it's, yeah, it's one of those things yeah absolutely so yeah well, you're in one of two camps you just go yeah. right <laughs> let, let's adapt and evolve and kind of understand where things are going and prepare ourselves for that or i said bitch and moan and complain about it and go out of business yeah yeah but, you've but, got but two options you know, change is good. It's it's exciting. It keeps it yeah. keeps you on your toes as well. You know, keeps you yep. moving and kind of wondering where it's going to go. And that's the interesting thing, really. Yeah, it might yep. be. 
Yeah, no. So and so you know, the the only constant is change. So anything that's <laughs> always the same as a change. Business business is always always evolving. So you always need to have that that agility and that ad- adaptability. Or yeah, it's very easy to to get your doors shut down. And it's going to yeah. particularly in this environment is much more volatile than it's ever been. So mm. yeah, important stuff to understand. Awesome, Lee. Thank you so much for dropping by, mate. If people want to find out. Uh, more about you and uh, continue the conversation or uh, get some lead gen done or just connect with you where are the best places for them to come and find you uh linkedin um linkedin's a good one twitter i'm you know on there every day i could probably uh, i used to use it a lot and i kind of use it a little bit less yeah. but every day every day i'm on there um or on my margin.net you can book a meeting and you can chat from there cool Awesome, and I'll drop those links in the show notes so that the folks at home can uh, click on those and go get connected with Lee. Mate, appreciate you staying up. Uh, super Thank late you off. so much for having me. I appreciate that. Let, <laughs> let you uh, pack it in and get some rest and uh, get ready for your big day tomorrow. But, yeah, thank you so much for uh, staying thank up. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Swinging by. It's been a really, really good conversation. I'm sure everyone at home's enjoyed it. Appreciate you swinging by. Um, yeah, thank you for taking the time, and thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll See you on the next one.